An epidemic is spreading. Not one of lung cancer and lawbreaking, but instead that of the livelihood of hardworking citizens being ripped away from them suddenly and without warning. One we saw and continue to see is a slight relief from the burden and monotony of our everyday lives. I'm Tyler Clausen, joined here today by Scott Zipper and Noah Eiler. We are the Sleepy Cheese Factory, and this is Amazon. Friend or foe? I'm sure many of you listening have used either Amazon or some other online shopping service in your life, probably without thinking about the possible consequences. The simple truth is that this seemingly harmless act could very well be the end of someone's lifelong dream. This daily exchange is seen as something that makes our lives slightly more manageable, what with saving money on gas, saving valuable time that could be better spent with your family than buying diapers from Walmart. And while that's true to an extent, this laziness exhibited by the majority of people simply looking to exploit a modern luxury is quite possibly killing an entire industry before our very eyes. With the surge in popularity of online shopping over the years, it's no wonder that so many physical stores are threatened with bankruptcy nowadays. We see examples of it on shows. We see sponsorships from companies such as Honey trying to get the consumer to purchase more to support their favorite creators on YouTube, and are even given incentive to purchase in forms of coupons in physical items such as newspapers and magazines. We as a society have seemingly moved to a new era of purchasing, and that's not entirely a bad thing. As with everything, we need to be able to see the pros and cons. Since 2010, an ongoing event dubbed the Retail Apocalypse has begun erupting throughout the world, particularly in America. The closing of retail stores since then has been rising exponentially, with the 9,300 closed in 2019 being a 59% increase from the previous year, with experts expecting more to come, all due to a sudden and significant drop in sales in correlation with the rise of Amazon. Even more have been driven close to or directly to the point of bankruptcy. Among these unfortunate companies include Barnes & Noble, Rite Aid, Macy's, Office Depot, AutoZone, O'Reilly's Auto Parts, FedEx, Albertsons, and UPS. Now, with that statement, it's important to understand that the threat of bankruptcy isn't necessarily imminent. To use an example, Barnes & Noble's 2019 fiscal year had a 3.9% decrease, yet you need to look at the trends rather than what's directly in front of you. Compared to similar companies who had about a 2.9% decrease, and given that Barnes & Noble's sales have mimicked their decreasing sales for the past 10 years, it paints a grim fate for the future of the company. With Amazon becoming more and more commonplace and retail stores consistently losing sales, it seems all the more likely that this pattern will be upheld to the point of doom. Losing 4% of potential profit every single year would certainly accumulate soon enough, and these profit cuts would result in less products being bought or raising profits in an effort to stay in business, in turn giving people less incentive to buy. In addition, when the first malls were introduced, we again feared for the family businesses. But now, Amazon is threatening those malls and family businesses. As we evolve, everything must evolve with us. This is just one step towards our future of technology. All right, today we are here with Luke Guthrie, and we're going to ask him a few questions on the subject of Amazon and uh, online shopping as a whole. So to start off with Mr. Guthrie, how many times a month would you say you or your family uses some sort of online shopping? Uh, probably about 
like a couple times. Could you elaborate on that? Like probably two or three. <laughs> two or three okay. times? Okay. Um, knowing that Amazon and other online companies are threatening smaller businesses, how would you say this affects your thoughts on online shopping as a whole? It makes it seem like bad guys. Yeah, all right. I'd say that's a pretty valid opinion given what we're about to reveal to you. Okay, so how many businesses do you think have gone out of business in about the past year, all in correlation with the rise of online shopping? Well, I know for sure like three already, so three? those are like big ones. Yeah, okay. So uh, the correct answer was 9,300. <laughs> so you were a bit on the lower end in of that. In just 2019. Yeah, just in 2019, which, uh, as we mentioned earlier, is a 59% increase from how many closed the previous year. So that's getting pretty exponential. Uh, now that you know this statistic, does this change your view? Uh, a little bit. It just makes it kind of worse. Okay. okay. You got I'm... any closing thoughts relating to online shopping or whether or not it's a good or bad thing? Whether it's good or bad, I'm still going to use it. I, I'm really just trying to get my thing. And after this, we interviewed Mr. Morris. Okay, and now we're here with Mr. Morris, and we're going to be asking him a few questions on the subject as well. So, to start off, Mr. Morris, how many times a month would you say you or your family uses some sort of online shopping? Uh, a couple times a week, at least. Okay. Knowing that Amazon and other online companies are threatening smaller businesses, how would you say this affects your thoughts on shopping online as a whole? Um, I don't really mind it. Like, it, I, I do understand that, like, it is pushing mom-and-pop shops out of business. Actually, before I was a teacher, uh, when I was in college, I worked at Barnes & Noble for a while. And this was seven years ago, kind of when Amazon was still... And they were big at that point, but they were still, like, growing into the market. They had just come out with, like, the Kindle. Uh, they were originally a bookstore, too, so they were, like, pretty competitive with Barnes & Noble. Uh, and it was obvious from that point that Barnes & Noble was going to lose that fight. Um, and there's something sad about that. There's something, like, I feel like we lose some connectedness when we are no longer, like, going out and going into a store and purchasing the thing and having human interaction. But at the same time, like cost and the convenience of online shopping just makes it so much more worth it. Yeah, I'd say that's fair. Okay, so if you had to guess, how many businesses do you think have gone out of business in the past year? Mm. Like brick and mortar retail stores? Uh, yeah, any retail store that is like a physical rendition. Uh, gosh, I have no idea. Tens of thousands more? Uh, the correct answer is 9,300 in 2019 alone, which, as we've mentioned earlier, is a 59% increase from the previous year. Yeah. Now that you know this statistic, does this change your view on online shopping? If not, why? Um, no, it doesn't. Like, um, I think it's on the businesses to make that change. It's not on the individual consumer to willfully subject themselves to higher prices or to uh, a lack of convenience to you know potentially make some saving you know effort it's that's on the business to change like a store like barnes noble if they want to reattract clientele they need to find a way to bring them back into those stores it's not on the consumer to do that all right and that was our interview with mr morse thank you for being here sir yeah thanks guys 
Mr. Morris brings up a valid point. The burden of managing to stay relevant does fall to the businesses rather than the consumer. This is something that the companies themselves know, hence Barnes & Noble having opened a cafe a few years back. That being said, at the rate we're going, it seems as though Amazon could potentially monopolize the shopping industry, and that's something we all need to be well aware of. If you want to continue using Amazon for all of your shopping needs, that's your choice, and obviously we're not going to be able to stop you. Though we do implore you to keep a watchful eye and ensure that you at least attempt to prevent the monopolization of our day-to-day -day lives.